In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of the Motherhood Company, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Austin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, Lisa Dietrich, Susan Fladdock-Wilson, and our weekly correspondent, Doris rivas Brecky. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here is your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and we are live from rainy, cold, nasty Southern California, which never happens, uh, but boy, it's miserable today. And Christy Holly has taken the day off. She is taking care of her grandma, who is 98, and she takes care of her every week. And today, we had a little bit of a scheduling conflict, so not Christy, but Robin Boyd <laughs> is joining us today. So if you're in the Togi chat or you come in, you'll see not Christy. That confused the heck out of me, Robin. <laughs> I cannot be conventional. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. And we don't even have Doris today either, because Doris Rivas Brecky, our motherhood news you can use... She's currently down at Camp Pendleton doing a job for Military Mom Talk Radio. There's a big job fair down there, and she's down there representing Military Mom and uh, meeting all the different vendors and people who are looking to hire our uh, military personnel that are transitioning to civilian life. So that's we got a lot of things going on, Rob. We sure do, and how wonderful that we reach out all over the place because some of these job fairs really do uh, do draw in a huge amount of people. So I really am thinking of Doris. I know she's having an awesome day there today. Oh, she just loves that all stuff. Over. Oh, I'm sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a good talker. You know, and it's funny, Rob. I talk on the radio. You talk on the radio. I talk as part of my job. When I'm done with my job, the last thing I want to do is talk. You know, there are times you just have to cocoon, and I think that's part of nature. And sometimes people say, oh, gee, how come you're so down or how come whatever? And it's not. It's it's regrouping. It's a mental regroup, and I think we all need to do that. We all need to find that that sort of moment in our day that makes us slow down and just regroup. And if it means sitting in the bathtub for five minutes longer or... or um, 
just finding a time. In fact, you know what I used to do if I had to go pick up the kids, I'd purposefully leave 15 minutes early and I'd have to sit there in the car. And um, that was wonderful because I only had either a book or a sketch pad or whatever. That was before cell phone days. (laughs) We didn't have (laughs) cell phones back then. Um, So it was really a quiet time and I did it on purpose just to give me 15 minutes in in a day. That was that was mental time for me. Yeah, that's it's hard. I, I find I I I don't get that. I you know I don't even know where to begin to start that. It's like when Susie from Sizzle was on. You I know. know. But, you know, I'll tell you, I have been standing out in the sunlight. I go to the car with, you know, for my kids, like I can do it a minute or two early. But I do mm-hmm. pause and I stop and I look and I, oh, there's sky, there's sun, there's trees, yeah. there's birds. You know, because I get so, I get going and um, and it just doesn't stop. Well, that's the, that's the trouble is that we all do that. We all get, we all have everybody else in our lives dictating every minute of our time. And sometimes we have to just put our foot down and say, I'm in control of at least 15 minutes in my day. And it might only be 15 minutes, but that, and that's exactly sort of what we have to do is if we have to leave early so that we're sitting in the car to sort of meditate or or close our eyes, if it means that we park in the furthest parking lot down at the end of the uh, Walmart parking lot so that you have to walk up and it gives you five minutes to just walk outside and maybe if you do those little things, that's just the little salvation that you have to build into your day. We don't get blocks of time the way we like them, so we just eke them, them out the way they fit. Well, and that's, you know, you talk about blocks, you know, I've, I've been struggling, you know, I haven't been back to the gym since my mom died and I've mm-hmm. restructured my company to a greater or lesser extent. And, um, I've taken on different, um, you know, different, uh, clients. So my work schedule has changed. I have a, a phenomenal amount of wonderful, wonderful East Coast clients, but, you know, by eight o'clock in the morning here, it's already noon over there. So I'm finding, sure. you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff at, you know, five, six, seven, eight in the morning. I get the kids to school by eight. Then I have my regular California work day. And, you know, that stretches out till about four o'clock. And, you know, when mm-hmm. I start start like that, uh, by four o'clock, I'm shot. And I used to go to the gym, you know, three or four times a week, you know, I drop my kids off, they'd go to soccer, they'd go to, you know, karate, we don't have that anymore. And then on the nights that I I don't have my kids. I participate in these this women's group on Tuesday nights, and then I have another obligation on Thursday night. And my gym time has gone by the wayside. And I'm, you know, I'm so excited that uh, our guest Tracy Costin is going to come today to talk about movement because I'm not mm-hmm. moving. Right. You know, I'm sitting at the computer. I'm, I'm glued glued to my desk. Uh, thank God mm-hmm. I don't have a commute. Uh, but I'm really struggling with trying to figure out where do I put movement in my day. I did a right. call this morning uh, to New York City uh, for 45 minutes, and I literally took my phone and I walked up and down the hallway from the offices to the living room to the kitchen mm-hmm. to the family room. I was trying to do these loops because I don't move. I'm going to be crippled, you know, by yeah. February. <laughs> Valentine's that Day. Is, yeah, that is a plight that we have when you are a computer-based office, so to speak speak, which we are, you and I both, because I'm, you'll find me on at nine o'clock on 
your time and that means it's midnight here so we're kind of doing the same exact thing I was up early to one morning because I had a consult in London so I was chatting with a gal over in England her time so you're right but I, I do exactly that Sandra when I'm on the telephone I will get up and I will be walking around and you try of course to sound professional when you're doing it <laughs> although I think the other day when you and I were talking I was doing the dishes but yes. <laughs> I'm like professionals kind of gone out of the window with a bunch of this stuff <laughs> with you and I that's okay I can't be talking to clients doing that but you have to get up and move and I, I can't remember I had someone had told me to do that a long long time ago but I would get up and I would dust while I was talking with somebody or I would just like you say walk around well, you know, I got my fitness magazine this week and um, or this month, and you know there was an alarming statistic in there where they were saying like all these seats, you know, at stadiums and stuff are made for butts that are like I don't know 18 inches or 23 inches across, whatever they are when they sit down. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about you know how as as a population we've got bigger and fatter rear ends, and you know the whole magazine is all about butts, and uh, <laughs> it was amazing, you know. And I was sitting here going, wow, they're right. You know, I look at my pants. I look at myself 20 years ago, but I sit so much and, you know, you got to eat and I don't eat that much, but I sit too much. And then in the magazine, they were talking about how to get one of those big yoga balls and sit on those and like bounce and move. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm actually going to try that this week because I sit in this big leather executive chair in the cockpit of my office. It's all custom built around me so I don't have to move. Everything's in reach. I could Mm -hmm. be like that. Is it Mr. Pike? Who was the guy on Star Trek that sat in a box and just had a green light and a red light? You know who that guy yeah, was? Yeah, 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 I do. Captain Pike. Emily had one of those balls. And you're right. They, But in sitting in one of those two, you you almost fix your posture. So you're you're better at, at your sitting. And it's really, uh, uh, they're fun. I mean, of course, we get goofy on them. but Well, yeah, and I'm like, I'm looking at my ground here. And, you know, I've got router cables. I've got computer cables, printer cables. You know, I run like, you know, yeah. I'm like, and I have four screens going at any given time. And I'm like, can I fit the yoga ball in here? It's like it, the worst it would do is pop, you know, and then I'd get a workout on the way down. <laughs> no, you'd roll over a cord, pull off one of your your computers, crash it to the floor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and my $30 yoga ball would cost me 70 bucks and a neck brace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and th- $600 to replace the, the tower that it just pulled over. Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, well, but I think, you know, as we get older too, um, I know since hitting 40, my, I, my body feels it more. If I don't work out on a regular basis, it's like I get to that couch. I think my legs and my butt grow roots and we just stay there. Yeah, I agree. I know. And the discipline is really hard because you say, oh, I'm just going to finish this one thing. I'll be, I'll do it in a minute. And then of course the minute passes and something else comes and invades your life. So I guess that discipline is the one thing that's so hard to master and every single one of us faces it and we battle with it. And 
I don't know what the trick is. It's hard to be good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I used to be able to hang in the morning. I used to do my yoga. I would do my workouts in the morning or I would mm-hmm. work out at night. But, you know, this new schedule thing is really kicking my ass going, I don't know where to fit it in. And I'm not a good person to go, okay, for the next 45 minutes, I'm just going to stop. No dishes, no laundry, no work, no programming and, and make time for myself. And I know I have to. I just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll find the routine. You'll find what's right. But there again, it's just, it's always difficult. So, but you know, if I wear that pike chair box, no, no yeah. one has to know. <laughs> just got little wheels that say, Sandra, do you, do you approve this website? And then there'll be just a little green button going beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Oh, yes, we can control the world from our one little throne here. (laughs) We can. We can. Well, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. My co-host today is not Christy, but Robin Boyd, who is the hostess with the mostess on my sister show, Military Mom Talk Radio. Our guest today is Tracy Costin, and she's going to talk about movement, which is so, so important for all of us, no matter what age we are. She's going to talk about movement, how to incorporate that into our days, how it's good for us. We want to send a shout out to Doris Rivas Brecky and Christy Holly, who are off today and otherwise occupied. So when we come back from the break, we're going to learn more about movement. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes. I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears, just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. 
Nicole Adele is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleOdell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here today with Robin Boyd, my host from Military Mom Talk Radio, which airs Mondays at 2 o'clock on TogiNet. Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky are not with us today. Christy's with her grandma, and Doris is at Camp Pendleton's uh, military job hire today. So we're going to look forward to her report next week when she comes back. And our guest today is Tracy Costin, and she is a dance expert, and she is so much fun. We had her on last year with us for the belly dancing episode, which when people <laughs> I almost posted those pictures, but <laughs> <laughs> can you do belly dancing on the air on a radio show? By God, you can. <laughs> but I thought. Tracy's face would be prettier, so. Yes, Tracy is beautiful, and, um, you know, we'd love to have Tracy on the show. She's going to talk to us today about movement, and Tracy, i got to tell you, when I was reading my Shape magazine, or my fitness magazine in the tub last night, I thought of you because there was a little, you know, kind of survey section that said, you know, what class would you think of taking, but it makes you really nervous, and 43% of the respondents said belly dancing wow and i gotta tell you i'd be right there with them rob what about you (laughs) yeah you couldn't get me to do it i'm afraid i would try in the privacy of my own home because i know it's wonderful exercise absolutely well, and Tracy, you know, you teach all different types of dance, and I have, you know, you were on our show teaching belly dancing, and it was so beautiful, and you're cute, you know, you're a cute little girl, you put this, you know, got this long flowing hair, and you've got tan skin, uh, you're Cuban, you've got this, you know, pretty little belly dancing outfit on, you know, Barbie didn't do belly dancing, which is my excuse. You're so funny. You know, it is, it is beautiful and feminine. But the great thing about it is that you can feel uninhibited in the class. You can walk into any uh, belly dancing class, and most of them are ongoing classes, which um, if you understand what I mean versus classes that you know start and end at certain times, most studios and uh, health clubs will have ongoing classes, which means you can start at any time. And you don't know when you're starting if that particular day how many beginners like you are going to be in the class or how many people are going to have already done the class for months or years. And so it's really an awkward feeling when you first walk in. But I have to tell you, more and more women who take the class after their first time are hooked because they realize that you do not have to feel awkward or 
you stupid or anything like that because it really is just a beautiful, fun, feminine uh, way to move your body. Uh, you know, I agree with you to a point. Um, anything we try is hard at first. Like, Trace, you and I took Krav Maga together with Christy, who's not here with us today, our co-host Christy. Right. And when we were in that Krav Maga class, I loved it in the beginning because everybody was beginners. Nobody knew what they were doing. We were just swinging and kicking and laughing and punching. And right. nobody... Nobody, like, it didn't matter what you wore. I would just get up in the morning, pull on my Krav pants, pull on my Krav t-shirt, pull my hair back in a ponytail, and off we'd go. And we had a right. ball. Yeah. Except then the dynamic changed. I know. And you know what's funny? I was thinking about my, my very first Krav class that I took, and I kid you not, my very first one, I walked in, and I thought, okay, it's going to be a bunch of middle-aged women like myself, you know, housewives or, or moms on the go like me with, you know, no makeup on, hair in a ponytail, and I had my, my crop clothes on, and I, and I thought, okay, you know, and I walk in 10 minutes before class starts, and there were three young men in their 20s totally fit taking the class oh. with me, with me. And so I thought, okay, here I am soft and, you know, soft and small and out of shape. And, uh, and I'm going to get paired up with one of these guys and, and I'm going to get thrown across the room by accident because, you know, and, and uh, it was very uncomfortable that first day. I felt like, oh my gosh, where are all the women in the town? But then after that, you know, it was, I met you there and Christy there and then it was, it was different. But it was a very awkward first day for me too that first time and that was with men in the class uh, well and so. you know when that class changed and i think you know they used to make us wear the crab t-shirt and the crab pants yeah. and there was something really freeing about that because it wasn't about what you wore or what you looked and then there was that the we'll call them the mean girls you know there was a new group of girls that came <laughs> in um the mean girls and they had makeup on and they had these cute little tops that said balance and spirituality and and fancy yoga wear and i just stood there feeling like such a stump going what the hell happened you know we're here to sweat and work out and punch and all of a sudden it's like I the know. beauty pageant i know you find you find a class that you think okay i'm just going to go in and have a good workout one-on-one -on -one, and maybe pair up with somebody that's more or less my skill level and it's i'm not going to worry about how i look it's not like a gym type feeling and then you walk in and it's like high school all over again and you're just like wait a minute you know <laughs> you, you can't you can't win you know, trying to yeah. trying to do the right thing by getting in shape. I I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. I think you know because as women, we go to 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 try these classes. The few of us that get out of the house and do that, go right. to these classes. I remember when I took Krav Maga or no, well, what was it? Zumba, the Zumba class at my gym, and I was so excited to go. And I had bought one of those shimmy shakers that we got from the. I think you gave it to me, Trace, from the right. belly dancing show. And I was uh -huh. so excited, you know. And I had on like black, you know, like yoga pants and then I had my little top on and I tied my belt and I was so excited to go shake and I went right up in the front of the classroom because I like to see the teacher and yeah. I don't really know my right from my left which is dangerous when you're in a big class <laughs> so I got to follow her you know to the letter and right. um and some lady you know like maybe 15 minutes into the class comes running up to me and she's like I just have to do this I just have to do this you have your hip scarf on you know inside out and backwards and it's just not knotted right I oh, was please. so embarrassed I mean first I wanted yeah. to punch her right 
you know, because I was yeah. just, I was my first time there and I was so kind of nervous anyway. And I took right. 15 years of ballet. It's not like I don't know how to dance, but it's, it's new and it's intimidating. And you stand up there going, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing clearly. And I just stepped on someone's foot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's too bad that your first experience was like that because then it can really make you not want to go to any more classes, you know, and, and that's, that's too bad because if you go to the right class and you have the right set of people and uh, it can be a really fun experience it really can and anything you do but yeah, unfortunately I just give her the stink you know eye now like whenever i see her i just give her the stink eye <laughs> yeah yeah no it's true and you know but i will tell you i will tell you i understand why a lot of women want to take belly dancing uh, because i think most of us and we're kidding ourselves if we say we're not, but most of us want to feel sexy, especially in our 40s when things start to sag and shift and um, you realize that your life is just your kids or, your, or your, you know, your family and your work, and you need time for yourself. And I think Robin had said you need your 15 minutes to yourself, you know, for your own state of mind. And it's true, and you, you really deserve to feel sexy and like a goddess at any age. And I think that belly dancing is one of those things where people just want to feel sensual, but once they take the class, they realize, you know, it's pretty hard. It's hard stuff. And uh, and then they feel a little bit uh, inhibited. But I'll tell you, if you go to any of these belly dancing shows, um, there's a lot of belly dancing events. You go to any of these, you will find, I like to call them, goddess-sized women, bigger gals, bigger-boned women that are just beautiful dancers. And so that's what makes it so unique. And you don't have to feel like, well, you know, I don't have a perfect body. I don't want to do it. You see these women, and it changes your mind. It really does. Well, you know, Shannon Penrod, who she hosts the show on this network, the Cure Autism Now or Autism Miracles or whatever, whatever her show is. She Everyday had the, Autism. There we go, Robin. Everyday yeah. Autism Miracles. She said the funniest thing one time, and I have never forgotten this. She said, you know, Sam, I turned 50 and it was like someone threw a bunch of pudding cups at my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's and she's the, you know, she just, it, it's it's just, it's exactly how it feels, because it's like there's parts of me that, you know, I hike the canyon around my house, and I, I do try to stay as physical as I can within reason, and I'm like, God, where did that lump come from? I'm like, I got hit with a pudding cup, right <laughs> yeah. in the hip. Oh, it's my true. gosh, that's funny. It's Tracy, true. you said an important word. I think it's sensual. It's not necessarily sexy, and it's not necessarily um, the beautiful one. Sensual can be any body, any age, right. any time, and that's what we need to feel. Exactly, and what's sensual to some it may be to totally mean something different to somebody else. So, and it's mm-hmm. true. And since we're all different body types and all different, uh, you know, skin tones and what have you. Uh, we all, I think, want to feel feminine and sensual in, in our own way. So, definitely. Well, and it's like you guys ever go to like a wedding and you see this older couple and, you know, she might be big and he might be big and then they're waltzing around the dance floor like a dream. Yeah. And all yeah. that, um, you know, immediate judgment that comes, oh, she's big or he's big or he's this or she's that goes away when they just waltz around the, you know, the floor. And it's like, and that's the sensuality. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's absolutely true. 
And once you're in that state of mind where you can feel sexy in your own skin at any age and in any body type, then you've got the attitude, and that should hopefully just last with you, and you, you'll never feel uh, awkward again, hopefully, in any situation. Hopefully. We'll work on that. Um, but, yeah, for any of those of you who are looking for a book about this, Smoking Hot Mama by Susan Haid is available, and that talks a lot about, you know, feeling sensual, feeling sexy, feeling beautiful in any skin that we're in. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. Uh, Robin Boyd is joining me today, replacing Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky, who are respectively at their grandma's and Camp Pendleton's uh, military hire seminar today and our guest today is tracy costin we're talking about movement belly dancing krav maga zumba when we come back from the break we're going to talk about the different levels of movement and how movement affects our attitude and lifestyles i know if i don't move i sit on the how you know the couch bodies that stay at rest just sit there <laughs> but when we come back from the break we're going to talk to tracy about movement and how it can help us with sandra back right after these messages laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Industry is filled with both highs and lows, victories and struggles. It can be the best job in the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Love 
Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here live on Motherhood Talk Radio with Robin Boyd, who's taking the place of Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky, who are on break today. Our guest is Tracy Costin, and we are talking about movement. And the thing I like about movement most is it doesn't require a gym membership. It doesn't require dumbbells or, you know, a treadmill, all those things. You can do it inside. You can do it outside. You can do it at your yoga ball at your desk, which we will find out. Out next week how that goes um, <laughs> you hear a big crash on the air you'll know why <laughs> but you know movement is 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 a difficult thing to talk about because you know at different times in our lives as mothers you know we talk about movement you know you feel your baby moving inside of you you go oh that's really cool then you blow up like a balloon because you're pregnant and you can barely get yourself out of the couch and walk over to the chair or in my case I was on bed rest for my second baby so that was brutal you talk about you know difficult situations having to be in bed and not move now Robin you had cancer and you had um, treatments how did that affect your ability to move like before and after do you see a difference well the cancer itself I have to say I was fortunate in that I was able to get through chemo and get through radiation and I really I felt pretty good during chemo I I was able to pace myself and and we'll have a little bit more about pacing yourself in when we pick up on the series next month um, on the cancer series I think the biggest limitation that I faced was about 10 years later when they discovered a heart um, condition and it is stemmed to the particular type of chemotherapy that I had. So um, I have a cardiomyopathy, meaning that there's a portion of my heart not functioning anymore. So and that's a I result of the chemotherapy. Yeah, they're pretty certain that it is. I mean, they're, it was either, you know, the chemotherapy or die. So sure, we'll take the yeah. risk of what, <laughs> of what all, you know, what other risks are there? You, you love those commercials on TV with, from these pharmaceutical companies when they say, well, if you take this, you could possibly have this, 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 this. If you die, well, then call your physician the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> They are. And the side effects, none of them are like, you know, dizziness, headache, or they start out. They're like, you could have like mild nausea, dizziness, headache, you know, searing pain, you know, your brain falls out. I mean, they just get so severe. And it's, it's almost, it's awful that we laugh at this, but it's funny. It, it is. You could become sterile or we could have something for tinnitus. Okay, I think I'll stick with the tinnitus instead of going sterile, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but as far yeah it, when when they discovered the heart situation you do have to move because obviously you have to keep your heart pumping but it, you can't do the huge aerobics or I can't go out jogging or you can't do the high impact stuff you do have to find things that are a little more um low impact and a little more ergonomic so so, Trace, I know you're not a doctor, but how does dance and movement, how does that affect, like, our attitude? And, you know, like, you talk about there's different levels of movement, you know, 
Right. My level of movement is getting off the couch. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know, people always say, well, there's no excuse not to move. There's no excuse not to exercise. Even if you work from home or even if you're a housewife and you have a ton of things to do or even if you work 10 hours a day, you should oh, And, you know, it's easy for when people say that. But when it's in your own particular lifestyle, in your own particular day-to-day life, it is hard to to find the time to actually move because you have to find something you like to do. You can't just take yoga because you think it's the right thing to do. or It has to be something that you really think you're going to like. And once you find that, then it's not like a chore, you know. And then it feels like, okay, this is something I love to do. Like, I love to dance. So for me, it's just a part of my life, and then it just affects my attitude and the way I feel. And um, and just it just affects the way you are and the way you behave throughout the day and, and just the kind of person you are. But... It's hard. You have to find what you like to do. Like, I could not go running every day. I, that, I don't like to run. That would not be my thing. You know? Yeah, I'd have to be chased by a cheetah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, you know, any movement is good. You know, anything you do is good to get your heart rate going, just, just to move. But, um, but definitely you have to find something you like. And I think once you find that, then it's, it's not like you're going to exercise for your hour of the day. It's, it's just part of your routine. So. I agree. I mean, because, you know, when I had more time last year uh, and I could get to the gym, I could, you know, because it's 20 minute, 15, 20 minute drive for me each way. So to, to block out, you know, 40 minutes for drive time, you know, I can do coaching calls during that time, but not great. And, you know, the things I love to do require prep. Like I love to swim, hard to swim in the desert, you know, need the pool. And, right. um you know, even the classes that I love, I used to love going to the yoga and the Zumba classes on Sundays. You know, that's not in the cards anymore with my childcare schedule. Um, right. It's hard, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be the naysayer on the show, but but trying to balance your kids, your work, all mm-hmm. the obligations we have to do around the house. Um, I don't, you know... Only when I'm in the kitchen cooking, which you know is kind of an input-output exercise because I'm eating while I cook, <laughs> right. I will dance around with music. But it's a defeating thing because I know I burn off less calories than I consume when I'm cooking. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they say, well, you can, you can do a, a video at home or watch, a, you know, an exercise show on TV at a certain time and do it. But it's not the same. It really isn't. You really have to be motivated and force yourself to actually do it. And uh, whereas if you're, if you're going to a gym or a dance studio or, and you're with a group of people and you're forced to be there, then you're forced to move that whole hour. But when you're home, it's kind of like, well, maybe I'll, you know, take a break for, you know, after two minutes into it, you know, <laughs> and go, you know, do something else. So it, it's hard. It's hard to get motivated until you find what you really, really like. It's true, you know, and I I love to work out with Christy. You know, I pick Christy on Christy all the time with her fairy lights life. But, you know, (laughs) we have so much fun when we work out. You know, we were racing each other on the rowing machines last year. We took this one class, this 24 power sculpt lift. Now, you got in mind, the two of us, all we did was walk the canyon and we took this 24 power sculpt thing. It was so hard. There was weights. You had to get on this bench. You had to lay on your back and like three quarters of the way through the class I'm like Christy I am dying I can't do this anymore and she's like she just turned her head and you know she's so sweet and she just looked at me and she goes shut up and finish 
I was I like, okay, doing that. okay, you know, I, I laid on my back, I did the butterflies oh. with the weights and stuff, you know, crippled, you know, cramps upon cramps, you know, but I finished it. And, you know, she's so funny because she's so sweet and she's so gentle and she's so soft and she's the, the meanest workout partner <laughs> you'll ever find. But she's great so because funny. she doesn't give up. I'm the one that's like, oh, you know, six minutes into it, I'm sucking wind, I'm gassed. I'm like, okay, I'm done. You want to go, you sit in the hot tub and she's like, get back in here. Right. It's true. (laughs) I can see her doing that. (laughs) But you don't have that at home. No. No, you don't. And it's really easy to just uh, stray from what you're doing. It's like, oh, well, maybe I'll uh, go do this or the phone rings or, you know. So, yeah, it's hard. I get sucked back into the black hole of my office. It calls for me no matter where I am in the house. And um, that's one of the things that I can't justify sometimes in my head going, I've got six hours left in my day till when the kids come home and all hell breaks loose. I have 10 hours worth of work. How do I fit in a 45-minute workout? It feels really indulgent and self-serving. And, you know, I'll keel over at 50, but I'll get my work done. Yeah, but, you know, that's one way of looking at it, of course, but um, uh, definitely, you know, you'll you'll find, you like the Zumba class. Maybe I, it was just, you know, you have to go with a group of people you like or, you know. Uh, I'll just make sure I get my skirt on right this time. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You don't want to yeah. go through that. Do you find, um, Robin and, uh, and Trace, I'll ask you this after the break because we got about three minutes till we go to break. I feel so much better mentally. And I know from our Military Mom Talk radio stuff, uh, one of the best methods to get rid of post-traumatic stress or stress in general is a physical workout. I know I'm more hopeful. I'm more vibrant. I'm cheerier. I'm thinner. I eat less. All the health benefits in the world from working out. I just don't do it. Um, at least not lately. Rob, how do you feel when you work out? Oh, absolutely. It's definitely, well, you're, it's a physical thing. It's an emotional thing and it's a mental thing. Physical because you're oxygenating. You're obviously getting your organs and your everything pumping and moving. That is definitely a physical improvement, let alone the calorie burn. It's a mental thing because you're, you're doing something that's just for you. You're not being dictated to. You are in control. And it's that emotional thing that I, I know I'm going to feel better because of this and then of course you're you get rid of whatever's burdening you and then you can think more clearly so all levels all levels well you know one time rob it was really interesting and trace i went for a massage on like a saturday then i went to this hour and a half long uh bikram yoga where they make it really hot and you have to do yoga um Mm. or maybe it's not bikram whatever it is it was hot it was really hot in there and um you know, it was amazing that at the end of the massage and at the end of the yoga, I felt exactly the same, like completely relaxed, completely wrung out, not one piece of tension in my body. And I found that so interesting that one would come from me making all that effort and one will come from somebody else making all that effort. But the end result was the same. <laughs> you know which one I chose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I got to take us to break, you guys. Um, we're talking today about movement, why movement is so important to us in our daily lives. We've talked about the different levels of movement, you know, from getting off the couch to actually going and taking a belly dancing or a Zumba class. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about um, watching professionals in a class uh, setting versus students, some dance movement and aerobic talk. And then uh, I'm going to tell you guys about a treatment that I had this weekend that was a natural facelift along with breaking up your belly fat, which I promise you is, is something not to be missed. My name is Sandra Beck. I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd today. Our guest is Tracy Costin. When we come back from the break, you're going to learn all about an acupuncture facelift. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful no matter what they say Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V I K T O R and I movie.com. And Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central on Toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central on Toginet.com. Christian work-at-home moms, here is your own show on Toginet. It's CWAM, Christian work-at-home moms with Jill Hart and Diana Innan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Um, I'd love to share with you just a little bit about how CWAM can help you, whether you are new to the work-at-home world and just starting out your search, or whether you've been working at home for a while and are looking to grow your business. Jill Hart is the founder of Christian Work-at-Home Moms, CWAM.com, and co-author of So You Want to Be a Work-at-Home Mom. Jill has worked from home from 2000 and started her home-based business to assist other Christians who desire to work from home while maintaining a godly life. And Diana Ennett with VirtualWordPublishing.com. I really, truly want to see you succeed, want to share the joy that I have in being home with my kids and being able to build my own business. And she's ready to help you now. Christian Work at Home Moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennett. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Beautiful, 
welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today on Motherhood Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd and our guest, Tracy Costin. Our topic today is movement, and we've been talking about how movement makes us feel better. And uh, before we went to break, I told a story about how I did a yoga class and then had a massage each a day apart and really had the best feeling, the exact same feeling, really, after each experience. Uh, so I found that really interesting, but I wanted to tell you guys about this treatment that I had this weekend. Um, I'm doing a trade with a specialist in Reiki massage, acupuncture, and Chinese medicine. I'm building a website for her in exchange for these treatments. And she did two treatments on me, what were called beauty treatments. And um, I had an acupuncture facelift. Um, and you want to talk about, you know, great Halloween costumes if I could do it myself. I mean, she put over a hundred little acupuncture pins in my face. Um, yeah, it looked like Hellraiser. You remember that Hellraiser guy from the 80s? Yes. <laughs> you know, and she's like, Sandra, you need to lay down. You need to relax. I'm like, I need my iPhone. I have to take a picture of this. And she wouldn't let me get it. I was so excited, you know, to have all these pins in my face. It hurt like hell. Uh, and there was a little bit of bruising. But I got to tell you, my skin is smooth. It got rid of a lot of the wrinkles, tightened up my skin around my face. I'm really thrilled with it. The part that she did work on, and she did tell me I need to move more and eat less. She worked on my tummy, which I I have the poo tummy, you know, the little tummy trouble, the muffin top, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and um, have never been able to get rid of it since I had my kids, no matter how many sit-ups I do. And she did this massage to break up the fat. I got to tell you, girls, I almost died. It was easier to give birth without um, anesthesia. <laughs> Oh, it was God. so painful. She's like, well, we got to wow. get in there and break up the fat. And I'm like, I like my fat where it is. Oh, <laughs> Just God. put it back. <laughs> but once but she breaks it up, isn't it still in there? I mean, it's not like she's sucking it out, you know? What, no, what, no. Where does it right. go? <laughs> Uh, well, I guess it allows the limp system. It allows whatever, I guess, I fat get gets it. hard mm-hmm. and stuck. But, you know, I was just like, you know, leave it on my kidney. The kidney likes it. So does my uterus. They're just, they're very <laughs> happy with the fat right there. Just get your hand out of my belly button because it really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll let you know. I got to have another treatment. I have another treatment on uh, Saturday. So we'll let you know because you've got to do these pins in your face a couple times and you have to do the fat breakup thing. Um, I do tell, I will say that that the acupuncture on my face really did make a big difference. Hmm. Is it like a detox type thing? Is it... Yeah, you have to drink herbal teas. You know, you're supposed to get enough sleep, which I didn't do. And, you know, I'm supposed to take a bath and steam. Didn't do that either. Um, You know, I'm not the best acupuncture patient. But seriously, you know, what working mother has time to do all this stuff? I'm lucky if I get sunscreen on, you know, once a day to take care of my skin. And, you know, when we look at taking care of our bodies, there's a lot to do. Mm -hmm. There is. There is, you know. and it's harder to do as as you get into your 40s and then uh, 50s and so on. So it's definitely harder, harder to get motivated as well. Well, yeah, especially when you're like, I don't want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm glad to 
I'm glad to see my daughter having a regime now in her 20s because she is more apt to, because she is so ingrained in this now, uh, apt to keep it up. Whereas I probably was not, I was more the art person and the music person and not the physical person when I was in in her shoes in her age so for her now to be physical and taking care of her skin and doing all of those things now as a young person um i guess that's that's part of the trick is to get it into your routine when you're younger see i blame my kids i'm just gonna put it all on them you know because i was a high school athlete i was a college athlete you know and i played softball for 10 years and ran and swam you know after after college and you know played on the cbs softball team and played for disney and i gotta tell you the minute i had my kids rob it just blew all that stuff out of the water and i'm like too tired to remember to put on any face cream i'm i'm lucky to comb my hair you know it's the kids fault (laughs) that's my story and i'm sticking to it blame the kids there you go (laughs) but how do we get our kids to lead healthier lives i mean trace do your kids dance Marina takes the the uh, belly dance classes with me, and she used to take um, ballet. Um, and I try to make sure that they're that they're always moving, whether they're in karate or or uh, soccer. I always I want to make sure that they're either in a sport or in a dance class because I agree with Robin. You have to start when you're young and incorporate that, and um, and just stick with it because it will help them lead healthier lives for sure. So I make sure that they're both always involved in something and that they're always moving. And then that kind of makes me move, too, because not only uh, with the soccer, you know, we practice at home, so then I, I practice with them. And, and you know, and I, I'll, I tell you, I don't really particularly like running um, and doing sports. I prefer the dance, but it does help you move with them if you're doing stuff with them. So, but. Well, and Trace, last week, you know, when I was looking at the notes um, for today's show, I want you to know that you inspired me um, with some of the different notes I had made from our conversations in the past, and it did bring up kids and movement. And two times last week, I picked up the kids from school and we went over to the park. You're welcome to join us. And mm-hmm. we, I brought cones and soccer balls, and I ran those drills along with the kids um, because I need to. And it was so fun to be outside right running around and I did take an hour off of work both days, Wednesday and Monday, uh, ran around with the kids in the sunshine at the park. Uh, and I did those soccer drills and, and that's a good workout. It is. It is. And it makes you feel good afterwards, you know, and you don't feel so guilty when you sit down and have a mocha or, you know, some ice cream or smoothie or something, you know, you feel like you, you earned it. Yeah, well, and it was fun because we all did it together. You know, the kids got exercise. I got exercise. uh, Camden was there with his parents, and then so was Christy. So, Tracy, you got to join us so that we can Yeah, I will. Tell me next time. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's the the adults against the kids. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and as girlfriends, you know, how fun to get together. um, You know, and I never thought about this, like the juggling thing. And Rob, you know this, and Tracy, you know this. It's like, I want to see my girlfriends. I want to work out. I want to play with my kids. And I thought, wow, this is a way I can Mm -hmm. do all three at once. You know, Tracy, you can come. Christy, you can come. We can talk. We can gossip. We can kick the ball around. And we get, we all win. Yes. 
Yeah, that's why in a group setting it's always easier to do a workout of any kind rather than if you're going to do it at home by yourself because you probably won't if you're at home by yourself. <laughs> but um, definitely, there you go, in a group setting you're motivated to do it. And if you're talking and having fun, you don't even realize that you're exercising. You know, That's so. true. Until, you know, you get home and you're like, oh, my God, I'm crippled. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what <laughs> happened. I was like, oh, I can't lift my hands over my head. And I was playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that's beautiful in that we sometimes get so hung up on routines as far as I've got to do this workout routine or I've got to do this from start to finish. Going out and playing with the kids and enjoying the, your children and having that time, your kids are going to remember, oh, remember that time when we you know, really bowled over mom and we used to stand on our shoulders or whatever. I mean, the kids remember that stuff, but it's also good for you. Yeah. Yeah. The kids the kids love it when the parents get out and, and do stuff with them, um, sport-related activity or even going outside, you know, in the swings or whatever. The kids love mm-hmm. it. They, they absolutely love spending that kind of quality time with their parents. It's just something they love. They well, love and it. I'll tell you, you know, Tracy and Robin, when Christy and I were kicking the soccer ball back and forth, there was this one little kid, and, you know, we were running after the ball, and, you know, and we collided a little bit. I, I got him in, I knocked him down, and he cried, and I was like, come on, get up. And, and then Christy <laughs> turned around and kicked the ball so hard, she almost took her daughter Hannah's head off. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we were like, yeah! And then <laughs> Hannah's like, Mom! <laughs> You know, yeah. but we forgot how fun it was just to, you know, because Christy's like, did you push that eight-year-old out of the way to kick a goal? I'm like, apparently I did. I don't know where it came from, but you just took your daughter's head off, so we're even. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, you know, but I think it's, I think you guys are right. We got to start combining things and moving less out of a routine uh, to try to have a richer, fuller life. Right. Right. And sometimes it's just finding what you like to do and, and feeling good about it and, and just totally finding whatever that is, that form of movement that you like to do. That, and once you find it, I mean, it, it can be anything. It can, it can be getting together once a week at the park with your friends, or it can be a, a, a dance class, whatever it is. Once you find it, then, then I don't think you're going to look at it as exercise. Or it's just going to be a part of your everyday life. Well, and that's, I think you're right. It's like so much fun, you know, to get together with your girlfriends and your girlfriend's kids. And you just, you know, it's like when I think about the benefits of last week and, um, you know, you get to see each other. It doesn't cost anything. You only need a soccer ball, you know, to run around and the kids get to enjoy each other and you get to enjoy your kids, your friends' kids, because I really dig my friends' kids. I mean, I just think they're all so much fun. Tracy, you know, I love kids. And, um, you know, I think that's just the win-win and I think we'll end that uh, today's show on that win-win. So my advice to everybody listening today is get together with your girlfriends, pick up a soccer ball, run outside, (laughs) meet at the local pool, do something, get together, move, enjoy each other. Do not bring a bag of chips or french fries like we did last week. Um, But we're going to bring apple, I think apple sticks or something like that this week. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with my lovely guest 
guest, Robin Boyd, today, <laughs> filling in from Military Mom Talk Radio. Our guest today is Tracy Costin, and she is a movement dance expert. She's also a very, very good friend of mine. She has two great kids that are friends with my kids. It's a real win-win, you guys. When you get to work with your girlfriends, you get to play with your girlfriends. The whole point is we get out, we do it together, we make the world a better place, and that's it for this week. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk 